What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the HWS Podcast, also known as the Health, Wealth, and Sports Podcast. I'm your host, William Andres, and in this podcast, we will discuss an array of different topics, from fitness to financial literacy and sports. If this is something that you might find yourself interested in, well, this is the podcast for you. Please stay tuned. Don't forget to follow the HWS podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You could also find me on my social media page on Instagram under the HWS underscore podcast, on YouTube under William Andres, and on Twitter under Mr. Andres. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of HWS. And if you don't know, that is Health, Wealth, and Sports. I am your host, William Andres, and tonight I have another great subject for you. Uh, I haven't really done anything uh, health-related, so I thought this would be a great time to take a break from all of the financial stuff that we've been talking about and talk about something that uh, a lot of people talk to me about. And they always talk to me, hey, Will, how can I get a six-pack? You know, uh, I'm in the gym, I'm doing a hundred crunches, I'm doing all of these uh, mountain climbers, and I'm doing all of the exercises that I'm supposed to, to get a six pack, and I'm just not seeing the results. Well, the simple answer to that is, it's your diet. Most people uh, who work out in the gym, uh, they don't understand how your diet affects uh you know, your overall health when it comes to shaping your body. So in tonight's episode, we're going to talk about something that can help you with that and also help you financially. Like I said, this one isn't totally about finance stuff. This one is about prep meals. Prep meals are great to keep you on a schedule and make sure that you eat healthy because a lot of times, uh, in our everyday lives, we get busy and we're doing all of these things. We're ripping and running and we have to stop somewhere and grab some fast food or we're eating something that's not healthy, like a snack, or, you know, just something to hold us over until our next meal. But if we had something prepared, that would definitely help, you know, the, the crave to eat something that is, isn't necessarily healthy. Now, if you're into fitness, we all get that guilt, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm running and I'm running late and I haven't eaten all day. So I stop at, let's say, like a McDonald's. I stop at McDonald's and I, I grab me a burger and or maybe I have two burgers and I eat it and I feel guilty because, you know, I spent all week in the gym and then I turn around and... Uh, had these two McDoubles or whatever, or maybe say like, you're like me, you know, me and my uh, friends, we get together on Thursday night to go watch Thursday night football games. We always have some beer and wings. And you know what? Afterwards, I always feel really guilty about, you know, really drinking all of these beers and, and having these greasy wings. And all of that actually could be alleviated if I just took the time to uh, prep some meals uh, before the week. So like I said, this particular episode of HWS, we're going to talk about uh, prep meals. And me, I used to prep meals a lot more often, but I just got into the habit of eating better. But prep meals uh, serve two really big purposes as far as like health and wealth uh, goes. So when it goes to health and wealth wise, uh, when you eat 
out, you tend to spend more money. So, you know, like, a, you know, things cost more money when you go to a restaurant, you have a steak versus buying the steak at home, cooking it yourself and, you know, portioning it up so it lasts a week. So let's let's talk about the health benefits. So the health benefit of prep meals, you tend to eat healthier because if you prepare your own meals, you know what's in it. You know what type of greases, grease, seasoning, greases, <laughs> uh, grease, seasoning, and all of these things that you're putting into your food, right? So when you get it from the restaurant, you don't know what they're cooking it with. You know it tastes good, but you don't know what they're cooking it with. So if you cook at home, you know all of the ingredients, you know just how to cook it to your liking, so that'll help you out. It also saves... Uh, you time, you know, so when you're, if, if you're prep mealing, like what I used to do is Sundays, I used to make all of my prep meals for the entire week. So I used to cook. And when I cooked my meals, I had three basic categories that, uh, that I would put my meals in. I would have a protein, I would have a carb and I would have a vegetable. Now I learned that from the supplement superstar. If you've ever been to the Supplement Superstore, they give you this sheet of paper. And on this sheet of paper, it just has a, a bunch of different proteins, uh, carbs, and vegetables that you can make meals with. And you could check them off and you can make different meals. My favorite meal was chicken breast, broccoli, and a sweet potato. Now, some people might say, that sounds boring to eat every night. And it was. It was. It, it did get boring. And I had to, you know, play around with it and make different variations of it. But, you know, you don't have to stick to that. Now, this is the part of the program where all of my vegans and my vegetarians, I am going to lose you. And I get it because everybody's different. You, your, your body is your temple. You put into it what you want to put into it. I'm just telling you what worked for me. Currently, right now, I'm not trying to work on a six-pack. I'm in the middle of my bulking season, so I'm taking way more calories in. I'm keeping my body at a surplus because I'm trying to put on weight. So it's a little bit harder for me right now to build a, a six-pack, but what you're trying to do when you are trying to build a six-pack, you want to keep your body at kind of a, a calorie deficiency, and you want to eat correctly while you're working out. That gives you the, the smaller frame you're cutting, and you'll, you'll have the more chiseled body that you want. So, okay, I digress from that. Let's go back to the prep meals. So, like I said, you, you got to have a protein, you got to have a carb, and you got to have a vegetable. Now, the rule of thumb for me is your portion size should be about the size of your fist. Well, not the fist, the palm of your hand. So if you open your hand and you're looking at the palm of your hand, that's pretty much your portion size. So if I was going to get a piece of chicken, I would make sure that that portion size was about the size of my hands. I would normally chop it up into little strips, and then I would put it in my container. So I would have a container for every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And Saturday and Sunday were kind of my cheat meal days. And I could, you know, kind of pick and choose what I wanted to eat. I didn't really eat too dirty, but I, I kept it where, you know what, if I did want to have a burger for that week, I could reset my uh, metabolism so I could go right back to my prep meals. So like I said, so if you're going to, if, if you're going to portion size, a, a good rule of thumb is to just go with the portions, uh, uh, the size of your, the palm of your hand. So like I said, I would have chicken, I have broccoli, 
And then I, for the carb, I would have a sweet potato. Now you could switch this up. So you could do steak. You can do avocado with rice. Uh, there's a bunch of different combinations. If you like fish, you could use your fish as your protein. You could use a uh, regular potato. You could use rice. Uh, there's some breads that you could throw in there. So you you could just get really creative with what you're going to put into your prep meal. But the point of making the prep meal is to have a decent meal that was clean that you can eat throughout the, you know, the week and every day to make sure that you're eating properly so you don't have to stop somewhere and get some food that is bad for your system. Now, the financial side of this, we all know that cooking at home is a lot cheaper than eating out. So a good meal between two people in a rest at a restaurant normally would run you about a hundred bucks. Plus then you got a tip, you know, so now you're looking at a hundred bucks. If you do that times the entire week, you're at $500. Now the average American is not eating out five times a, a week. It's just not happening. Well, unless you're balling, you could do that. But for the, like I said, the average American, that's just not happening. You know, most Americans uh, go out to eat maybe once a week or, you know, once a month on a special occasion or just going to hang out with their friends or something like that. But for the most part, the average American is not running around eating out every day. So if you're going to spend your money, you might as well spend it wisely. And you can spend it wisely by just buying things uh, that you could cook at home, like a, a, a pack of chicken breasts. So a chicken breast normally will run you about 10 bucks. And there's normally like five, four to five pieces of chicken in there. So you could cook that up, you could grill it up, you could bake it, however you like it. You cut it, you know, you cook it up, cut it up, and then you put it into uh, containers for the week. Now that's going to save you a lot of money. I mean, even a regular... A uh, plate like a chicken Madeira. Let's 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 use. Uh, I like the cheesecake factory, so let's use the cheesecake factory. If you have the chicken Madeira at the cheesecake factory, that's going to run you about twenty five dollars just for you, just for you. So if you're eating that, you're you know, just five times a week by yourself, you're looking at one hundred and twenty five dollars. But like I said, if you bought the chicken yourself and prepared it at home, you're looking at $10. That's a huge savings. And like I said, since you cooked it at home, you know all the ingredients that went into it. It's a lot cleaner and a lot healthier. So you got two benefits there. You spent less money. You have a meal all week that you know is clean. So those are huge benefits when it comes to prep meals. Prep meals are also great because it keeps you from eating junk. You're not running around just eating whatever. You're not having white castles. You're not just uh, grabbing something to eat out of the refrigerator because you're hungry. You have a meal that's already prepared that you can take with you. I know I've seen people pack their prep meals in their their little uh carry-on bags that they take to the gym and they'll either eat it after their workout or eat it before their workout. I've seen people bring their prep meals to work so they could eat on their lunch breaks because they don't want to eat in the, the cafeteria that your workplace provides you. Whatever you're doing it for, it's good to have a meal that you've prepared, that you know what's in it, and it also has everything that your body needs, the fuel that your body needs, to keep it right. If you're going to try to get a six pack, so everybody says, I want to get a six pack. Six packs are not made in the gym. The gym helps out, 
but they're not made in the gym. Six packs are created in the kitchen. So if you're into fitness, you kind of got to learn how to be a chef. You got to you know, learn how to cook. And, you know, you got to be creative because, like I said, this could get boring. If your prep meal is the exact same every day, if you're eating chicken, broccoli, and sweet potatoes every day, it's going to get tired. You're just going to get sick of it. It's, it's just human nature. We get sick of whatever we do over and over and over and over and over again. You have to be innovative. You have to be creative. You have to, uh, basically give your body something that it wants. You know what I'm saying? So like what I did, I started uh, uh, artichokes. I wasn't a really big fan of artichokes. And then I found a cool recipe on how to basically bake them and fry them and season them right. And all of a sudden, that became uh, part of my uh, meal plan. You know, you, you could do some creative things with potatoes. There's different types of ways of grilling salmon. There's different uh, types of way you could, like I said, you could bake or you could grill chicken. You could uh, add steak. I know a lot of people say you don't want to add a lot of red meat to your diet, and that's true. You don't want to be too heavy on it. But, you know, these are great source of protein. So, like I said, it's very easy to learn to get into the habit of making prep meals. And if you want a great body, this is absolutely a necessity that you learn how to do this. It also saves a lot of money. The savings over the course of a year will be just mind-blowing. You know, people actually spend a lot more money on food. Food is a billion-dollar business, if not trillions. It's a, you know, we all have to eat. Your body is hungry. It's fuel for your body. But you have to make sure that you're giving your body the right things. So, therefore... You have to understand how to prep your meals. You got to understand what to put in your body, the portion size. So if you want to get bigger, you want to keep your body at a surplus. You want to eat more, but you want to eat clean. So you're eating more, but you're eating clean. You're keeping your body at a surplus. What I'm doing right now, I'm bulking up. But say, hey, you know what? Summertime's rolling around. You want to get that nice chiseled body. You want to keep your body at a surplus. You see all of these bodybuilders right before they start uh their competitions, they start keeping their body in a surplus. They start working out real good. They they tan, they even tan themselves so the bot, the muscle definition is really clear. They lower their intake. So they're still eating clean. They're just smaller portion size. But their meals are prepped too. They know what they're going to eat every day, how much portion size. Some people even weigh their food. I didn't go that far. Like I said, I just used the general rule of thumb that, you know what, the palm of your hand is a good portion size. But some people, you know, that when they're die hard, you know, measuring their calories and counting points or whatever, you know, that's all cool too. Like I said, that's, everybody has their own style. That just wasn't me. I found what worked for me. And what worked for me was I prepped my meals and I kept the portion sizes to the palm of my hand. And I had great body. I was looking better than the 20 year olds, uh, you know, because they're out partying and they're drinking. They they might be in the gym and they're they're looking buff and they have uh you know the silhouette of their body was great. A lot of people have a great silhouette when you see them at the gym, right? But what's the inner part look like? What are the what's their core look like? What's their back look like? And if you really want that nice chiseled look, you got to know how to eat. You got to be able to throw down in the kitchen. Now, fellas, 
I know a lot of times, and this is going to sound sexist and I'm not trying to be, but a lot of times the kitchen is the woman's domain, right? Most households, the, the woman cooks. And I know there's a few households out there that the man is a chef and he can cook and that's great. Like we normally throw down on the grill, but I digress from that. But fellas, if you really want that chiseled body, if you really want to, you know, really impress the ladies this summer, the kitchen is where you got to be. You got to you got to learn how to cook and you don't really have to be a great cook. If you want to if you want to enjoy your food, you know, YouTube is your friend. There's plenty of recipes uh, on how to cook things on YouTube. You could Google it. You could ask your wife or your girlfriend or a friend. Hey, help me cook. Ladies, if you already know how to throw down in the kitchen, there's no reason why you're not having uh, these prep meals ready for yourself. You know, and you know what's crazy is where as a parent, you kind of already do prep meals. If you ever sent your kid to school with lunch, you know, you know how to, you know, put the sandwich, you put a little fruit, you put a little drink in there for them and you send them to school and you know that they're eating good. Right. Because maybe your kid doesn't eat the school lunch. So you prepare them a meal and, you know, you're satisfied because, you know, your kid is eating a quality lunch because you made it. Well, that's the exact same thing. A prep meal is no different than taking your lunch to school. You know what's in it. You made it yourself and you can be proud of it because you're eating clean and you're working towards your goal of having a better body. So just remember, abs are not created in the gym. I'm going to repeat that. Abs are not created in the gym. Abs are created in the kitchen. Now, you've probably heard that cliche once or twice before, but it's true. You can't get the body you want without prepping your meals. Prep meals are absolutely essential to your fitness journey. So it's something you got to do and your financial journey too, because part of your financial journey is to spend less money than you make. You know, I know that in this social media area that we live in, everybody loves to take pictures of their food. They love to brag about what restaurant they're eating in. Or some people even are kind of weird and they, they post the bill to show everybody how good I'm living. And that's great enough. If you got it like that, more power to you. Go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. But for the people who are trying to be financially responsible, the people who are trying to have a better future by holding more than we're making, prep, prepping your meals just makes sense. Financially, it just makes sense. And like I said, if you can cook, why wouldn't you not want to eat your own cooking? My mom was a great cook. I used to look forward to coming home to having her cooking. So this is the same thing. If you can cook and you could throw down, take pride in it. I have a bunch of Facebook friends and Instagram friends that are into fitness, and I love to see their prep meals. Some of them are way doper than others. And, you know, they turn it into this big production where, you know, they have all their Tupperware out. They actually show you what they're cooking. You know, TikTok got it where, like, you just add a little bit of this and you sprinkle some of that in. And they and it's just really cool to see that people actually uh, joining this fitness wave. And prep meals is one of those parts of the journey that you cannot leave out. It's absolutely it's an absolute necessity that you make sure that, you know, that's part of your uh, your fitness routine. So, like I said, abs are made in the kitchen. Don't skip that part. 
And also, remember, if you're trying to uh, grow your pockets, you're trying to have a, a better uh, end to your life, a retirement part of your life, you have to make sure that you're saving money now. And m- having good financial uh, behaviors and spending habits all starts that way. Health and wealth are tied into each other. So like I said, this little rant of mine was about prep meals. Thanks for listening to me. Again, if you enjoyed what you heard, please like, subscribe, and share. Uh, It really helps me out with the algorithms. Uh, I'm your host, William Andres, and thanks again for listening to my spiel on prep meals. Hey, what's good, y'all? I need your help. I need your help because I need you to provide me with some feedback on the good, the bad, and the ugly of the HWS podcast. So I need you to go and find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Andries. That's M-R underscore Andries, A-N-D-R-I-S-S-E on Twitter and the HWS underscore podcast on Instagram. Find me there while you're there. Go ahead and like a few pictures. But make sure that you hit me up on my DM and you give me some new fresh ideas that I could do for the podcast. Once again, your help is greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening. Peace and love. I'm your host, Will.